a Keep Productive production. Welcome to the Tools They Use podcast. Interviews with professionals about how they use apps, software, habits, and routines every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tools They Use podcast. It is Francesco here, and welcome back to another episode. So today we are chatting with Chris from TheraChat. Uh, he is the founder and CEO there. Uh, we work together on writing the blog over there, and uh, we've just had a lovely catch-up chat. Oh, actually, our first chat in person, well, over the phone. <laughs> um, but it's great to have you here, Chris. Nice to be here. Thank you, Francesco. Fantastic. So uh, for those who don't know, uh, Chris, can you tell everyone about TheraChat? Because um, it's quite an exciting product, especially with mental health in its current state right now. Yeah, definitely. So TheraChat is a product for uh, therapists to engage their clients in between therapy sessions. If you ever have been in therapy, you know that you have one hour in a week or sometimes in two weeks, and it's not enough to catch up or to actually do anything in the therapy session. And there's a big gap what happens in between sessions. And specifically, uh, it has been proven that if you do work in between therapy sessions, you actually get better. So we're trying to solve that problem. So we're helping therapists. We're actually giving therapy superpowers. That's what we say. (laughs) And uh, therapists can assign homework to their clients. Uh, They have pre-made activities, uh, but they can also uh, customize the whole experience, create their own homework activities, and their patients' clients can complete it on the go on a mobile app. Uh, But also, we're launching a consumer version of our product. should be uh, released very soon. And uh, this will allow people to actually do those activities that therapists approve and create uh, on themselves in in a new feature we will call Journeys. Just download the app on TheraChat and you'll find that app. Fantastic. It's uh, it's quite an exciting app uh, right now. And and what sort of got you into this sort of space, um, the mental health space in general? Yeah, uh, that's, that goes back to a story about four years ago um, where I actually got into health. I was not much of a, you know, a health, uh, I would say, not, not, I was a, not such much of a healthy person, I would say, but uh, I got into it by uh, wanting to know more about my health. I always believe that we know more about our cars and our laptops than we actually know about our health. And when it comes to mental health, uh, things are even worse. So I started tracking myself with wearable devices and mobile apps. I, I became a what is called a quantified self-geek, uh, analyzing my own data and trying to find insights. I worked on a product as well called AdApp, which provided insights to people who track themselves. And at some point with my team, we started interviewing mental health professionals and, and connecting with the fact that I have uh, at some time severe anxiety and I've diagnosed myself. I've not been diagnosed by somebody. For me, worrying means that, uh, sorry, anxiety means that you worry about things you shouldn't be worrying about. So when we started interviewing mental health professionals, I found out that this space, the mental health space and industry as a whole, is in so much need of a revolution in terms of the things that are being done from therapists to patients to the industry as a whole. And uh, we started by uh, targeting and partnering and building for therapists first. Um, because I think it's really needed and technology can do wonders um, to actually help people who suffer from mental health support, which is sometimes even more important than um, any physical injuries you might have. That's brilliant. And I think it's uh, quite a noble pursuit right now. Um, Brilliant. So uh, I think at the end, it'd be nice to jump into that sort of side of stuff. Um, Maybe how you sort of uh, sort of manage your own mental health because I think it's a, a very Definitely. good point to chat about. 
Um, but first, uh, productivity. Um, <laughs> during the workday, um, what sort of things do you get up to? Uh, yeah, I'm a productivity geek. I have a specific routine uh, in the morning. Um, and um, I woke up, I'll wake up at 6 a.m. or 6.30 uh, and I'll, I'll work out. Uh, that's something that's really, really helped me. Either cycling or some weightlifting, about 45 minutes to an hour sometimes. Um, and um, then I'll uh, simply, uh, you know, make a good breakfast uh, and two or three cups of coffee. That's probably too much for me. Um, but that's kind of a morning routine. And I think routine is really, really good because um, it can uh, keep you productive uh, on a longer uh, period. Um, so I think I really believe in routines. Fantastic. And uh, as your sort of role as CEO and founder, how do you sort of manage the tasks and also, I guess, the tasks for the team too? Yeah, I, I'm a productivity geek. I don't know if I'm a productive person, but something that <laughs> somebody external has to say about me if they were able to watch me 24-7. Uh, but I am trying to be productive uh, and with my team. And uh, one of the things that I really um, try to do, not always successful, something I actually um, read from uh, Joel from, um, I don't know his last name. I know his last name, I don't know if I can pronounce it, the CEO of Buffer, Gascoin, I think. Gascoin, yeah. Oh, Gascoin, okay. <laughs> tough one. Where, where he, it's tough, <laughs> it is the tough one. And uh, where he had a post where he said, divide your days on your important tasks in 90-minute chunks. And I'm a calendar uh, person, so if it, something's on my calendar, I will do it. If it's not, I will not do it. So when I have something to do, for example, fundraising, right? You're fundraising for your startup. I divide it in 90 minutes um, chunks on my calendar. And specifically, sometimes I might say fundraising, reach out or fundraising due diligence, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. uh, and I try to you know, close Slack email at that point of time and focus on those 90 minutes and try to have two or three of those 90 minutes per day. Um, and that really helps me uh, to actually concentrate on things that are important rather than things that are urgent, which sometimes are not important. So, and um, that's something I think that my, the people working with me uh, definitely know about. It. Fantastic. So it's some of the classic calendar blocking, yeah. uh, good technique there. Um, and obviously you get tons of, uh, you know, things coming into your day and, and maybe even a couple of meetings and things like that. Do you jot down any notes or do you use an app for that? Oh yeah. So um, I'm, you're probably going to be happy to hear that I am a big user of Todoist. Uh, I probably am an extreme user of Todoist. Um, I haven't talked to Todoist people. I use Todoist for uh, task management, of course. I use it for notes, for lists. Um, so everything, actually, that you can imagine. So whenever I'm in a meeting, uh, although I do like the paper notebooks, mm. most of the time I will note uh, on Todoist. I will make um, some kind of, um, you know, for example, the meeting we had before, Francesco notes, uh, what should I do? I put it there. And, and then maybe I translated something else. But Todoist is my go-to app to do pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. uh, before Todoist, it was actually Wunderlist, but it got, uh, uh, I think, closed or acquired yeah. by Microsoft. <laughs> and so I moved to Todoist because there was a good export of uh, your tasks uh, and your list to Todoist, which I, was, I think was really smart from them. Definitely. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's now like the top dog in the space because <laughs> of yeah. that. Um, and, and sort of productivity wise, um, jumping back to the mental health side of stuff, do you find that that's something that you'd recommend to people that is, you know, suffering from a, a mental health condition 
to sort of try and control their, I guess, routine or week? Yeah, um, uh, I mean, I'm not a therapist and I'm not, I haven't been trained by a therapist uh, mm. to be a therapist or a mental health professional as a whole. Uh, but I do have a lot of experience and read a lot of things. So don't take anything I say as an advice, obviously. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that um, uh, has helped me a lot, uh, which is something I started one and a half to two years ago, I always liked exercising. I always were um, kind of an um, amateur athlete on, for example, basketball and stuff where I was growing up. But I somehow lost uh, the routine to wo- working out. And um, that's something I started one and a, as I said one and a half a year ago. And right now, uh, and I started by saying I'm going to work out once a week, and that has become now where I work out every single day. And I never imagined that would happen, and that it's actually possible. Um, but it really helps your mental health, your mental fitness, as I say. I've seen no person who has not benefited from on a mental level, mental health level, uh, by exercising. And I think that's something very, very easy to very you know easy to think it's just exercising but putting workout and doesn't have to be heavy workout doesn't have to be competition with uh, you know michael jordan it has to be a simple workout of 30 minutes a day whatever you want to do even if it's walking um and that's something i definitely would advise anyone to do um it's really helped me a lot it's um and it's also biological you you release your body releases endorphins which is a good thing uh, and it, it helps you be productive in the day. The other thing that I do on a single, on an everyday basis as well, I commute uh, and I walk to my office uh, from my home every single day. It's a 40-minute walk to go and a 40-minute walk to come back. So it's 80 minutes a day that I do walk. I mean, it's a lot of time, I understand. But uh, for me, it has really helped me um, kind of get into routine to listen to something like a podcast, maybe like yours, uh, while I'm actually walking or, uh, you know, or a book. So these two things is something that I do religiously every day. So a workout and walking back and forth um, to my office uh, when I don't have external meetings, of course. Um, so that's definitely something I can, I can recommend uh, if somebody wants to try. It doesn't have to be 40 minutes workout. Mm. It can be 20 minutes. Um, uh, but I, I do think walking really helps. And I've got more advice, but let me stop there here. <laughs> And does that sort of that commute time help you to separate from work? Because obviously, I guess as a startup founder, you're, you're you're on the wire all the time. And does it help you sort of break away? Yes, it does. Um, not always. You know, it's not always successful. Sometimes, even on my commute, I'll have a, a kind of a discussion on Slack. I'm working and writing on Slack. I'm you know I'm not perfect. I'm human. But mm. most of the times uh, I do uh, switch off from work or prepare myself for the day as well or kind of switch off when I come back um, and listen to something that maybe sometimes it's not work-related. Of course, I'll hear podcasts which are around startups, but like um, listening to a book which is all about around fiction, uh, for example, it's something that um, helps me switch off. Um, so it's really about uh, being able to get out of uh, the um, routine of, uh, what you're doing in the day for your startup because running a startup is a 24-7 job. Um, it's, it doesn't mean you work 9 to 5, but it is on your mind. Um, so that's uh, something you really have to take care of. Definitely, definitely. And um, on that sort of note of, uh, of sort of, I guess, ethos and all that, uh, how do you do you go about like uh, following like news in the startup space? And also, uh, I guess, like uh, what, people influence you in the startup space is there any companies that 
uh, sort of make you think differently? Uh, yeah, there are quite a few. Uh, first of all, one of the things, um, I'm a big uh, sub, uh, kind of a supporter, non-supporter. I, I, I don't necessarily agree with everything, but I, I really like listening to uh, the base confounders, um, Jason and DHH, uh, Jason Fried, and uh, I think it's called, and, and DHH, mm -hmm. and um, the founder of Buffer as well. A uh, big believer of that. Uh, so I listen to what they have to say either on a, you know, blog posts or when they are on a podcast uh, and more people. But one of the things that I'm trying to do is actually I'm trying not to read about the news all the time uh, and what's happening uh, or competitors or whatever's happening with startups because it, when, you're, when you're in the startup world, you kind of hear it from you. People will send you emails as well. So you, they will inform <laughs> you anyway. So I try to, to switch off from the news uh, because it's just too much. Um, and I don't have a great way right now to filter them. Um, so I haven't found an app or a tool where I'll say, okay, this is the way I'm filtering the news. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm trying to listen to the people that I admire or like uh, in the startup world. Uh, specifically, one recent one was from, um, the, as I said, the Basecamp founder, CEO, Jason, with Tim Ferriss. It's a great podcast. I, I definitely suggest it. Um, but other than that, I'm uh, really um, trying to uh, focus on the work that I need to do rather than you know, hearing uh, all the news of what's going on uh, out there. Because if you miss an article uh, on a day, um, or you, uh, you know, it's useless information if you simply get all the news at the same time and you're always online. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help you do anything. So I think we live in this instant world of knowing the news at any given time, but it, I don't think it helps most of the people um, uh, to do that. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, that that Tim Ferriss episode, I haven't yet listened to it with Jason, but uh, apparently I've, I've heard another person say it's really good. Yeah, uh, it is. I read his blog uh, on Medium, and it's it's fantastic. Um, yeah, great recommendation. Uh, tools wise, um, Chris, how do you use like, uh, what laptop do you use? What uh, do you have an iPhone? Do you have a PC? Yeah. So I have a MacBook pro of, um, it's actually quite old now. It's, um, late 2013. Uh, but I'm really happy about it. Well, maybe not the battery. I use an <laughs> iPhone seven. Um, and, um, I think, and of course headphones, uh, Bose headphones is that it's going to uh, make a difference. That's that those are the tools. <laughs> which I use on a daily basis, you know, even on an hourly basis sometimes. Fantastic. And, and do you have any recommendations for apps that you use on either the Mac or the iPhone? Obviously, Todoist. Um, <laughs> uh, again, I'm an extreme user, but if you're really looking for a simple task management tool, uh, which can integrate with a bunch of other tools you might be using, definitely Todoist. Um, I did like, um, of course, I came from Wunderlist, where I, I think I liked Wunderlist just a bit more. Um, but I think to do it, it was a great, um, actually, um, way for me to move away from Woodlist because, you know, they're forced their users to do that. The other thing is, um, I'm using, as I said, Google calendar, the calendar, but specifically the Google calendar. I think it's very nice. It's, uh, uh, you can access it anywhere. It has a great app on iOS, I think. So definitely, um, Google calendar for sure. Uh, we use Trello in my team. We try to keep, uh, to keep things simple. I mean, we're also a small team. We're five people. Uh, so Trello has been uh, very, very useful for us in terms of um, keeping, um, keeping ourselves honest, I would say, in terms of 
uh, what we're building and how we're building it and you know when we're building it and so on. Um, so that's definitely another tool which I use on a daily basis. And of course, if people don't know it, if you want to do um, productive video calls, you should use Zoom. You should drop Skype and use Zoom as soon as possible, <laughs> uh, which is something uh, I think we take for granted uh, now that um, in, in our team we use Zoom. But I remember times when we had Skype and it was horrible uh, in terms of mm -hmm. having communi communicating with people over Skype and interruptions and drops and so on. So definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Zoom is, uh, I, only tried, I only started using it about a year uh, ago. It. Oh. Oh, sorry, that was awkward. We were just talking about Zoom and then <laughs> that's the that first was... time it's ever cut out on me. <laughs> I know, I know. Somebody just, just I don't know, hacked it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we cursed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's still very reliable anyway. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and of course I forgot Slack, but I think it, I forgot it because it's so into my world that I, I was probably thinking that it's for granted that you know people are using it, but we use Slack for uh, communication with my team, and uh, we we love it and we sometimes hate it as well. <laughs> yeah, love hate relationship there. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, awesome, uh, Chris. How can everyone find you after this podcast? Um, and also, where can they uh, download TheraChat and get started as well? Sure, let's start with Therachat. So you can go to www.therachat.io and you'll find all the information you need or simply search for Therachat on um, you know, the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. In terms of myself, I think the best place to find me is on my Twitter, Twitter account, at uh, Kouris, my first name, and then Caligas, my last name all in one word, no spaces, Chris Caligas. And that's where you can find me. If you have any questions or you want to um, uh, say hi, just um, say there. Awesome. Brilliant. And uh, the good news is that some of the exciting updates might be out by the time we push this one out. So that's oh, really great news. You're actually right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so it's brilliant. Yeah, no, thank you very much, Chris. Uh, for everyone listening along, you can download all of the app recommendations um, that will be in the link in the description. So thank you very much for coming on, Chris, and I will chat to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye, Francisco. Awesome. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tools They Use podcast, a key productive production. See you next time.